I know you like that. In the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all want to smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me. And when this beat drop, I know dun, 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 what a What a collab, dude. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's, what's happening? What's happening, Mac? <laughs> Can I, I gotta say, I gotta say something. It's good to see you as always, but I gotta tell her this or something. So Mac and I have started this thing long ago when the podcast first was created. We try to get in the habit of saying what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll call Mac McKinley will call me during his downtime at work and it'll be kind of my busy time and he'll be like, Hey man, what's happening? And I'm like, Hey Mac, how's it go? Hey, what's happening? I forget. <laughs> Make him say what's happening. <laughs> but I, I know when he's busy, when I call him, and I'm like, hey, what's happening, Mac? And he's like, hey, man, I'm good. Just busy. And so it's, it kind of goes both ways. But yeah. So how are you, man? Good to see you. You too, man. For the for our listeners that don't know, literally, because of our schedules, Brian and I only get to see each other when we record the podcast, and we really are we, we talk extremely da- excited we, to we see each other. We talk daily, think of each other hourly, and see each other weekly. So. <laughs> and visualize each other Never. Never. <laughs> Don't have to. I look in the mirror, and it's almost like seeing Mac. <laughs> He's a slightly more handsome version. That's his genetics. I blame my dad. He can you, you thank his. You dress better than I do, though. Thanks. So I work for a fashion out. company. <laughs> well, anyway, man, I had a big weekend. You had a big weekend. Yeah. And you know what? The game of golf had a big weekend. Dude. Not since Happy Gilmore was winning his green jacket. Man, ever since Happy turned it around against Bob Barker, this is the defining moment This for is. Golf. The Masters was insane. You know what, too, man? Like, if Tiger, if he would have not won the Masters and then won the U.S. Open, it wouldn't have meant as much. It I wouldn't swear have it wouldn't have meant as much. It wouldn't have. But this one, if you weren't glued to your TV Sunday, I don't know what you – I mean, you may have worked, but, like, if you were off and you weren't glued to your TV Sunday, I don't know what you were doing. I'm going to tell you a funny thing. The early start uh, had – because of the rain. Oh, yeah. Us, and they had three-man – Groups, which was kind of neat, kind of yes. cool. Yes. Uh, I woke up early and I, I was battling a really bad case of food poisoning, that self-induced food poisoning. I didn't, I didn't do a good job cooking something, probably you know whatever. But uh, Did you get was, salmon vanilla. <laughs> the terrible combination of flavors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was I was pretty sick, so I woke up Sunday. And I was like, man, I'm gonna make it to church. I'm gonna, I really yeah. need to get to church, and. uh Masters was on early, unexpectedly for me, because I spent yeah. all day Saturday sleeping because I was out of it. Sure. And anyway, when I woke up and saw it on, I said, well, Brother Matt's going to have to speed it up. Like, when I get there at 11, he's going to have to he gonna yeah. put a hump in it so I can get back. And, man, when I was at church, that was the buzz. Man, what's Tiger doing? What's Tiger doing? And, of course, I'm a non-Sunday <laughs> school kind of guy, so they knew I was watching. <laughs> you know, I might have had my phone out on Twitter during the service. May or may but, not have. But anyway, I, I stepped back toward the, the end of the uh, – the sanctuary or the fellowship hall we have our, our contemporary service and i was saying bye to my pal <clears throat> bud holman i'm just going to give bud a shout out yeah. he was also doing our, our like our, our teleprompter and our sound stuff and, oh yeah and i went to say bye to him i was like hey man i'm gonna head home and catch tiger that scoundrel had his cell phone on <laughs> keep it up with the yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I, i'm I surprised a- like the scanner in every central time zone because you know everywhere else like you were either out of church for a while or you hadn't gone yet while it was going on. So, like, you could have watched it. But in the central time zone, everybody – I mean, which was, is the entire yeah. south, practically. So, everybody's like, all right, you know, let's 
Let's pray and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there weren't wrecks. And I was the one time I was really upset I didn't make it to the 830 service. You <laughs> yeah. know, if I'd have gotten up early, <laughs> man, I wouldn't have missed it. But it was great, man. No, man. And, dude, it's golf is now watchable again. Yeah, and, and what's, it's so watchable. It's, like, and, and I, like, I just mentioned the U.S. Open and, and the British Open. I'll watch it now. I'm going to watch the Sanderson Farms turning <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> just to make, <laughs> you know, it just – no sport, nobody, and I don't have a problem saying this, nobody since Mike, Mike, like we're neighbors, Michael Jordan, oh. have we gotten this excited. I mean, honestly, well, really, Tiger was the last time we got excited about stuff like this. The three most exciting athletes of all time, truthfully, in their prime, uh, in the modern era. Yeah. Tiger. Sure. Michael Jordan. Duh. Mike Tyson. Great. And 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 that's, you know, we said this an episode or two ago. People that did not get to live through the nineties never saw the golden era of sports. I re- yeah, I mean, I remember where I was when James Douglas knocked out. When I found out that he oh, knocked yeah. out Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? Like, I and this is before MMA. Yeah. So like, this is like like people order MMA now, or you see it at like bars and stuff. Used to, we used to order pay per view boxing when Tyson was boxing. Yeah. And then, and you know, we've already mentioned all you know. Tiger was in his just like just lights out. He was winning major after major. Jordan was thrashing. Jordan folks. was, and then you had the home run chase between Bonds and Sosa. You had the Cowboys. McGuire and Sosa. Or, yeah, and then yeah, Bonds. And then did. Bonds broke it. Yeah, but man, I'm telling you that the, the golden age of sports, and I just hope that Tiger parlays another golden era. Of so for real, I guess we can just go ahead and make a proclamation here on the What's Happening yeah. podcast. The '90s were the greatest decade of all time. The greatest Duh. decade of sports, the greatest decade in music, country, yep. and hip-hop. Yes. It's the worst decade. It was not a great decade of rock music. Early grunge. Early, but yes, Just it was It was little. really good in the grunge. But it, on it, the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was also, uh, it was a great great decade for movies. Huge. Gump, yeah. Shawshank. Yeah. Just, I'm stop there. Both I'm my siblings there. were born in the 90s. They're okay. Yeah. Two of my three. And I'll tell you what I can't John stand, John was born too. in 88. I can't stand when people were like, only 90s babies. You see tweets, only 90s babies understand. You can't say that if you were born in 97. Right, you can't. You got to be born. It was really 80s babies that love the 90s. I mean, I coached kids in high school who were born in 97, 98. Oh, 100%. And like, they didn't get to watch Mike play. No. You know. No, at all, and that's you know. But if you're not over the age of probably 25, you legit don't remember Mike. I mean, you really don't. No, you you don't. And th- and that's that's the that's the generation that are so obsessed with yeah. LeBron and Steph. And I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I was the same way about Jordan. Yeah. But I'm never going to back off the fact that my goat's greater than your goat. Well, you know, speaking of goats, we got to go back to the Masters. Yeah, I have to, have to, because something's on my mind. What was your favorite moment of now? Of the whole thing, I'm talking about the during the match, yeah. uh, post round. What what was your favorite thing? Well, I think it's easy to say when he hugged his son for the first time, it, which was it was a, it was magical. It was absolutely magical. And then they they screened you know they they screened in where it showed him hugging his dad when Earl, he his for, yeah. or Earl Woods. Uh, and then you know, and then they showing him hugging his son. I mean, his mom looked bored, by the way. She did. Well, she's watched a lot of these, yeah. you know. Oh, great! But, We're at Augusta again. Oh, really? I'm gonna get a punch. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, the the match the match moment was what did me like. Like, it wasn't even anything Tiger did. This is gonna blow your mind. On 16, Tiger, I think, and Francisco Molinari, who I had you him chose, playing. man, and I was like. 
I swear if Brian's right, I'm going to rag before him I so went, bad. Before I went to church, I almost sent you a text. Cause he was three shots up. And I had <laughs> Dustin Johnson who shot up seven under on Sunday. I almost Sunday. sent I you like, a text no and said, man, I picked the winner of the <laughs> That's why I can't gamble McKinley. What would have been crazy? I would have been counting my next bet. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but you would have been going off at like 45 to 1. I but, and I called it on Tuesday. Yeah. Anyway. But – it would have been crazy if, if Dustin had come all the way oh back and Tyler, Tiger faltered and it was Dustin and Molinari in a playoff that people would have thought we were golf missionaries. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked I somebody. darts. Yes. <laughs> but, no, the match moment for me, you could – I felt so bad for Molinari because he was the default villain. Yeah. And he had the lead. the whole, And it was like, there is not a soul in the state of Georgia – or I don't, any red-blooded American that is rooting for this guy right now. And you could physically start to see it take hold of him when he hit that ball in the water on 16 to drop two shots and double bogeyed. And then everybody – there I, I swear the cheer was louder when he hit that ball in the water than when Tiger found the green. <laughs> when, uh, it was like, if, oh, my God, he's going to win now. If your name wasn't Mrs. Mrs. Molinari, you were not <laughs> ready for <laughs> No kidding, man. But you were talking about that. Uh, somebody missed a putt. On eighteen, maybe the group before Tiger, Kepka, yeah, yeah, Kepka missed the putt, yes, to cut it to one or to to, to, to not have contention, or, yeah, or to yeah, not, yeah, for to Tiger put, to make a five, right, yeah, yeah. And when he missed that putt, I felt the crowd like for a second they wanted to cheer, like there was a pause, yes. was and like, a couple people gave this. a token clap. Yeah. I was like, "You scoundrels, don't say nothing. Yeah. Just, just let just man, two, make two it. times used of the word scoundrel today, Bobby. <laughs> I can't wait for number three. <laughs> but dude. That was was that your moment? Was that what you were going to say? My, I can say this: my, my two favorite moments, and one of them was a tiger in match, and the other one was a, a push round thing. He threw that dart on seventeen, the par three. Was it seventeen or sixteen, the par three? And he tapped in for bird. Oh, I was almost a hole in one, dude. Oh, it was like when he. That was really the tiger moment. Yeah, the old school tiger moment right. when you just knew. Well, you know, and I'll say this. The cool thing about the way he won this tournament, first time ever to win a major trailing. Going yes. into the last round, which is yes. cool. Um, he showed he could come from behind and winning this major, uh, which is neat. But it was a combination of him winning by playing well at the end and other people faltering. And Previously, also, too, win- man, you, to, to, to prove your – to speak to your point there, none of the majors that he had won before this were ever this close. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, the field was phenomenal. Right. You're there right. Were, there were 13 guys at 10, 10 or better under par. Yeah. He had to, back in the day, he had to beat Sergio and David Duvall. And, like, if they didn't shoot well, it was Tiger's and he could have, And Phil could have beat him, but Phil was too busy hitting shots Bombs. off the damn porta potty. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. Yeah. But, anywho, I'm, I'm, uh, it, was, it was awesome. And my, my moment that it was really neat was when he won. And in the self-absorbed culture of eyes and me's in the world today, he looked at his caddy and he said, we did it. You know what I mean? He said, so we awesome. did it. And I was in like, an individual man. sport to boot. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it showed me that Tiger knew that it, there was more than him involved. Which is that so cool because there was a time it. when it was all about Tiger. Right. And we when w- he was struggling. And we was him. It was his caddy. It was his swing coach. It was his kids. It was yes. his mom. It was everybody. The gallery. It was we. It was everybody there was one with Tiger. He knew it. And he just he just pumped his fist and he screamed and it was just neat. You but, know what gets this gets me super excited for now? Not other than the other three majors this year, because I will watch them wire to wire if I'm off work Saturday Sunday. But this gets me excited for like the Ryder Cup. I know because yeah. when Tiger's lights out and you anytime he's so good in match play. When oh he's my hot. gosh! And and anytime you can get behind Team USA in any sport, 
But especially when you got somebody like Tiger, it's like, oh my gosh, here we go. Well, let's do it. Well, before we move on, I need to make a plea to Nike. I know those guys. Phil Nike listens often. He I does. Just, I want to make sure um, we need a fat guy, flattering, red turtleneck. Because what Tiger's wearing, McKinley and I can't pull Maybe off. Maybe like a, 99% a half of the, neck, yeah, elastic neck. Yeah, because I have no neck. Same. <laughs> so, so, a mock, I need something that breathes under a, a collar. A mock turtleneck becomes a straight jacket on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to be able to breathe. But, man, I'm telling you, there are going to be a lot of people going to Tiger Woods for Halloween. Oh, my gosh. For sure. As, as well they should. Dude. Oh, man. I'm excited for him. Well, I, I can tell you this, Brian. I can't tell you many times. I'm a crier. I'm a self-admitted crier. Yeah. And I don't like to admit that because it is it is embarrassing. Is this like uh, Varsity Blues when the game's the, over? And Max, a crier, so, Max, Max well, a crier because, Max a crier. He cries. Like, I, like Billy Bob. Like, and it's it's not let – me, let me say this. I don't cry when I'm upset. I don't cry when I'm angry. I don't cry when I'm sad. I cry when things are over, and I cry during triumphs. Like overwhelming great emotions. ESPN My Wish segment. I cry every time. Uh, 30 for 30s that end great. Uh, Tiger winning the Masters. Uh, watching underdogs win in the NCAA tournament. I can't help it. An awesome backdoor cover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> different kind of tears. <laughs> but, like, I, I can tell you the last time I legitimately, genuinely cried before this. I, cr- I cried during the Masters. Like, when he sunk that putt, and everybody knew it was going in. It was a foot and a half putt. Mm-hmm. But... When he sunk that putt, it just—I mean—it just came over me, and it wasn't the matter of I'm just this huge Tiger fan. It was a matter of this is something that took me back 15, 20 plus years that I enjoyed. But the time—the last time I had cried like that before that, I think was my last soccer game at New Albany, coaching at Pontotoc. Right. That's the last time I had legitimately felt tears rolling down my face. But that's the kind of stuff I cry. Uh, the American sports public, the American public in general. We love rooting for winners. Yes, everybody, we do. everybody loved dominance. That's why they love Tiger because he yes. kicked their ass. In an individual awesome. sport, yeah. it's no doubt. But the only thing we love more than rooting for the front runner is a comeback story. The, it, oh, I mean, for real, right? They're, that's why we love Rocky. That's why we love Bad News I can't Bears. Watch, I can't watch Miracle without crying. Yeah, and it's Kurt Russell. I've never thought about crying over Kurt Russell in my life. You've never seen Overboard. I have seen Overboard. <laughs> I've seen Captain Ron. <laughs> Well, speaking of goats, yes. Speaking of goats, it is the best time of the year in which the current goat is not playing. The NBA basketball yes. playoffs have started. LeBron's yeah. at home. We're not going to talk about that much. Yeah, but I'll tell you who is. He's actually not at home. He's probably in Cabo yeah, right now. He's doing his wine. thing. He's doing his thing, goating it up, lobbying for other guys that aren't in the playoffs to be in Space Jam too. But I tell you what's going on right now. The parody of the NBA is showing through. Now no it's all going to end up shaking out like old hat. I mean, like the, we expect, the, like it we to. expect to. Sure. But. There's going to be some interesting nights happening. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets can ball. I don't they know if you really, really can play. They can hoop. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. He's coming to his own, man. He's a yeah. He's he's, he's be about a, to be a franchise player. He's a top ten. He's a top ten guard in the league. Yeah, next year, absolutely. And the Brooklyn Nets have a really cool uniform. It's that white one oh, or I the love black it. one that's got that uh that uh Biggie Smalls looking Coogee yes, sweater dude. looking stuff. That that stuff. I want to I want a awesome. jersey after that. Yeah, I'd love. I'd take a three X jersey. But you, you know, there's a lot of things going on. The Warriors lost a, a game. To Clippers to, game to, one. To Clippers thirty game one. blew a thirty one point lead. Yeah, blew a thirty one point lead. Uh, Patrick Beverly getting all up. In KD Dude. got thrown out. Um, scores don't like people in their space. No, and 
tall, lanky guys really don't like people up underneath them in their chin. They, right. they do not like that. They, it seems like, especially the ones that post, and Katie didn't, doesn't post much anymore, but like, I always remember like Sean Kemp garden like guys that were taller, and his top of his head would always be like right under their chin, yeah. and they couldn't stand it. Like Malone hated it, and you know, you know. Well, you know, uh, Katie's going to do what Katie does, but a guy like JJ Reddick would not have as much problem with Patrick Beverly guarding oh, him yeah. because he's coming off 30 different screens. Oh, he doesn't no have the ball in his hands, and there's going to be space created. Right. When you're KD and, you know, the ball's kind of touching everybody's hands yeah. and you're coming off a screen and maybe, boom, you got it, and you're ISO with that guy, and he's up in you. Playoff basketball is officiated a little differently. That's right. And NBA officials are smart enough to realize that we need to let this one-on-one matchup go. Yeah. And they will. Absolutely. They will because if they call that hand check on Patrick Beverly, boom, it's a foul. If they call it again, boom, it's two fouls. Game's over. Right. You know what I mean? Like over so in the first quarter, it can't be competitive. Right. And that's kind of like Tony Allen back in the day with the Grizzlies. Oh, Lord. Yeah. He would turn folks' water off, and he was the most inept offensive player that anybody has ever rooted for. Mm-hmm. But defensively, I mean, he shut people down. I mean, it was he, he was an ADT security system. Yeah, the Grizzlies could have been in the NBA championship the year that Mike Conley got hurt and he got yes. he got suspended or something yes. like that for a game. Yeah. I remember that. I mean, they were they were fixing to be up one nothing on the Warriors uh-huh. in Golden State. You know, it ended up being a one-two. That's exactly right. But I mean, it was the other way around. But no it, It's been exciting. Um, the Pistons are <laughs> Pistons are trash. They are. <laughs> Good luck with the uh, Greek. You freak. hate Blake Griffin, don't you? He, I despise him. <laughs> I, 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 for some reason, I always remember that when he was with the Clip, Clippers and they beat the Greek. I remember, yeah, I remember you yeah, talking about that. They're, they're one of the greatest moments in my Memphis Grizzly history was when him and Zach Randolph got tangled up in. Somehow Zach Randolph's hands got around his throat and he was trying Ooh. to choke him out. <laughs> but it was uh, so Memphis. They it had, hurts. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Blake Griffin. I don't think he's very skilled. No, I don't think. I mean, everybody's he's like, been trying oh. to find a jumper for 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he needs to find a new hairdo. It's terrible. <laughs> but uh, you know, I fully expect the uh, the Spurs to keep that one competitive with the Nuggets. No doubt, the, the Nuggets are one of those teams that are really good in the regular season. Over they don't have a star. They really don't. Jamal Murray and I don't think he ever really got there. No. You know, uh, they do have one star. But he doesn't handle the ball. It's Jokic. A, Jokic. He's a, he's well, a, and he's a post. That's you know, what I'm he's, he's a back-to-the-basket big. Yeah, it's kind of like when Mark Gasol was in his prime with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Fun to watch play. Fun to watch play, and he will win you games, but he can't win you He every can't game. take over a game, not, for not, sure. Because he, he, he doesn't have the ball in his hand right. all the time. Um, Great call. Damian Lillard is insane with playoff basketball stars. He's a awesome. Dog. And he would be a worldwide phenomenon for the things he does if he did not play in Portland. Agree. You know what I mean? I mean but if, if he was a Nick. We talked about this before. I'm so pr- – I, mean, I don't even I – mean, obviously, I know Damian Lillard. We've had barbecues. But but I'm so proud of the the statement he made about – you know, like he's – I think somebody interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. He was like, hey, Nanny, would you be willing to move to a big market? He's like, no, I started here. Uh, these people love me here, and I love them. I'm going to be a Portland Trailblazer until I die. Yeah, I think he'll – like, that's so cool, man. He'll, he'll be the modern generation Clyde Drexler. Yeah. The, the one that the one that probably won't ever get him to a championship. No. Because there just won't ever be enough there. But – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, before all said and done, the franchise decides to move him without his. Yeah, you know, Mike. What's happened? Fixed to happen with Mike Conley. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. Um, if I was, he's a guy I would root for on another team to win a championship. Portland could get a king's ransom right now, sending him to the Lakers because the oh Lakers, the Lakers are about to strike out on everybody this offseason. And I don't want him to go to the Lakers because I don't want saying, LeBron to. Have you know, him. the Grizzlies could do the same thing with Mike Conley. Sure, they could, they could sure. get a, they could get a first and a second or two first probably because they're so desperate to get somebody right what now. What do you think Mike Conley would think of LeBron? Oh man, Mike Conley is the ultimate fit-in kind of guy. He'd be great. Really? Yeah, I mean he would. He would be the. I think he's the perfect player to play with LeBron. Really? I really do. I think. I think he would be because he can handle the ball, but he's so skilled he could play off the ball. Sure. LeBron could have it. You know, what I mean, I, I think Mike Conley would be an X factor for them with with, with the with the Kuzma, Bron, 
uh, Brandon Ingram and give them a post player who can bang and kind of yeah. step out and guard. I mean, if they had Dem- like I know Demarcus Cousins got hurt the other day, yeah, sure. But if they had Demarcus Cousins with that lineup right there, I think they can contend. Really, Mike Conley's that good. He's just been he's been in Memphis, man. I just I have a lot of respect for Mike Conley just because he's he's a, he's a true, he's a gamesman, he's, he's a, a better man, he's a pro, mm-hmm. he's a real pro. I, anyway. Who else is it? Uh, NBA playoffs? We've got uh, uh, the, you know Pacers, Celtics, that's ba- a Boston's up in that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean nobody likes to take naps through that. Um, Raptors, Magic's one one. What about the Magic heading up to six God Country and pulling <laughs> off a game one? My upset? man Derek Vandegrist loves the Magic. He said they were taking their first step towards winning an NBA championship when they won Game One the other day. But um, in the NBA, when I've always heard this, and this is this is this is true. There, in, in over the course of the regular season, there's seventy two, there's eighty two games, but there's always five that no matter how good you play, yeah, or no matter how good the other team plays, you're going to be amazing and you're going to win. Yeah, there's going to five that you can't win, so you're going to win five yeah. no matter what. There's going to be five you're that gonna you're going to lose five, no matter you have what. No control over. Well, that also kind of goes in the playoffs. If you come out that night and you're great. And the other team is subpar or and something like that. And they snoozed. Yeah. The, the Raptors I mean, just were like, okay, I mean, it's the magic. You know, these teams are made up of pros. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we've seen it a lot of times, oh, even, yeah. you know, in, in all the levels. You know, sometimes a team with almost as good a talent wins just because of effort and hitting a couple shots, a couple yeah. breaks. And they and may that. lose that series. They you know, will. They may not win another game, and they yeah, probably won't. They probably won't. But for that one night, it was like, yeah. okay, yeah. you're not just going to walk on us. Yeah. I mean, and, you, you know, ain't going to rook us. <laughs> and the Rockets are. Cheating with all their walks yeah. and shenanigans they're doing, but they, they don't call it. No. I, I want to show. I uh, saw R.J. Hampton. He's a big high school basketball recruit, and he uh, he's a junior. Might reclassify. Like Memphis is one of his finals, yeah. so that's why I keep up with him. Uh, he's a top four player in his class. Sure. Anyway, he was working with an NBA trainer guy the other day, and this well, it's one of those guys. Well, it's not an NBA this, a guy who trains NBA players. Oh, I got you. Anyway, I saw an Instagram video, and R.J. Hampton made a move, and he came to a jump stop. And he just took two steps back and shot that James Harden thing. Oh, yeah. And I thought to myself, young man, don't bring that crap to northeast Mississippi because it's a walk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And don't do it in the NCAA because it's going to be called a walk, too. And I kind of want to tell that guy showing him how to do it, stop, please. You are yeah. ruining the game. Oh, yeah. But anyway, They're all going to do it now. They are. They are. And we can't do it. They, if yeah, I do it in church league, somebody's going to call it. If I do it, I'm going to tear my ACL. <laughs> True, <laughs> but the playoffs are what they are. They really yeah. get started next round. That's right. I mean, that, the I mean, real matchups. It, will it really gets started in the next Everybody, round. Even with, even with the upsets, they're gonna who's gonna be there is who you expect to be there next round. Yeah, absolutely. That's my Good thinking. stuff. Yeah. But also, uh, we got high school baseball playoffs. I'm gonna let Brian pull those up real quick. Yeah. Because uh, for lack of a better explanation, my phone's dead. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I do want to mention when we're talking about professional basketball, uh, the WNBA draft. I was so tickled to see this. I, and we've talked about this before. Five years ago. I was not a women's basketball fan. When Vic Schaefer signed Victoria Vivians and started promising championships, that's when I started watching. Absolutely. Well, Victoria Vivians, season shortened by injury, now gets to play with the big that she played with for four years, or three years. Tierra McCowan drafted third overall by the Indiana Fever. Such a cool remarriage with them. I can't sit here and promise you I'm going to watch WNBA basketball, but I will keep up a little more just because those two players, I enjoy watching them. But And Ariel, Ariel Howard going 21st overall to uh, Seattle. Yeah, She'll have to work on her shot some, but she's a ferocious rebounder, good athlete, very pretty young lady, so yeah. she'll, she'll, she'll play she'll up well, well in Seattle. I think yeah. it's the Storm, I guess, Seattle Storm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but anyway, uh, shout out to them too. And really you know, excited for them. Think about her. Uh, she'll both of those women will play over here in the WNBA. Oh yeah, and then they'll go overseas the rest of the year and oh, play, yeah. and they'll make six figures. Oh yeah, I mean they'll be really big. And deal. they deserve it for what they've done for SEC. Absolutely, basketball, so. absolutely, very, yeah. very good. And you know the 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 NBA draft will be in a few months. They just had the uh, mm-hmm. the pre lottery seating. Yeah, and the Grizz are in the eighth slot. They're they're not the eighth pick, but in terms of they had a coin flip, so they're in the eighth spot. So they have a six percent chance of getting the number one pick in Zion Williamson. Yeah, they have a sixty. They have a sixty-eight percent chance. The Grizzlies do a sixty-eight percent chance of either having one of the first four picks or conveying the pick because it's worse than eight. Yeah. So I mean, like they, they you can either pick. So they're kind of where they want to be with that, right? <laughs> but not not exactly. Yeah. But you wanted to be. It ninth could go two ways. For sure. You want to be ninth for sure because if you move up from ninth, you're automatically in the top four. Right. And if you're ninth, you can get rid of it. It would almost That's be like right. an 89% chance or sure. something like that. But, you know, you're looking at uh, Zion 1, John Morant 2, R.J. Barrett, Barrett 3, and 4. You know, there's a lot of people that are talking about guys like DeAndre Hunter, yeah. Culver, sure. you know, people like that. Um, and I'm just going to make a prediction going out on a limb. John Morant's going to be the best player in the draft. I love him. He's going to be the best player in the draft. I, lo- I think he has the best chance to be productive year one. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to be an Alfred Payton-type bust. And I don't want to call Alfred Payton a bust because he's he's playing. Right. But he was a you know he was a top five pick, and didn't really pan out for the Magic before he got traded. But but I'm I'm all in on John Morant. Yeah. All in. Yeah. So, let's here, it, here's the hoping Memphis somehow finds that ball in the man the two slot. If they want to send their you know they always send, the teams always send somebody lucky. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should send my buddy Price Pounds. He's my he's oh uh, yeah. They should send him. He's a, he's he's my little pal. He's the biggest Grizzlies fan I know. And uh, he's the guy who uh, he won the hearts of everybody when he hung out with Marcus Gasol courtside a couple years ago. Yeah. And if they want, I guarantee Zion Williamson is a Memphis Grizzly if they send Price to the draft. Just so love it. There. Yeah. Price, right. get your tail to the draft real quick before you go to high school baseball playoffs. Um, State Ole Miss real quick. Yeah. State huge weekend swept Bama. Ole Miss took a little step back to Kentucky, right? Yeah. And it's it's tough to play two on Sunday and play two sevens because right. you never know what can happen. Well, they're going to sweep. Get, they're going to sweep Andy this week. It's cool. I, I, you know what? You called it double decker weekend. Week. I'm holding you to yeah. it. Yeah, well, yeah, next weekend. Halfway point. You're both are kind of where they want to be. State's atop the SEC West at ten and five. Ole Miss is right behind them. I think at nine and six. So, uh, really good shape. Both are going to be postseason teams. Don't want to harp on it. Good to have JT again back uh, for State. Pitched a couple innings on Sunday. Fully expect him to throw this weekend. So, yeah. uh, high school baseball playoffs. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna throw some to you I, here. I want you to throw them out. I'm gonna throw, and, I'm gonna throw them here, and I want you to chime in on them. And and some of these you can just say, I'm just gonna say some of them. And what I want you to do is when I get to one of note, I want you to talk about it. For instance, like I'm gonna say Shaw Smithville. We don't know about Shaw, but we know Smithville got a stud. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. So like, all right, here we go. One uh, A North, real quick, running through yeah. these. Pine Grove, Blue Mountain. Pine Grove, really, really young. Don't know much about Blue Mountain. Expect Pine Grove to move on. It's, yeah, okay. I'm down with that. Shaw Smithful. Smithful. Uh, Does Shaw even have an outfield fence? I don't know, but I can tell you this. I'm, I'm, this is a prediction. There's no way we can find out how it happens. But I don't think that Shaw puts a ball in play in game one. I think that Smithville <clears throat> wins by the run rule, and Jared Johnson has 15 strikeouts. I went to an Ashland Fast Pitch Girls softball game a few years ago that Reed Flowers was, was coaching. Was that when Reed Flowers was coaching? And I, I think we made that prediction that night for him too, so yeah. it's okay. I think he's cool with that. It happens. Yeah, it's nothing against Shaw, but I'm just I'm t- Jared Johnson. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, a, he's a he's a professional level baseball player. At some up, level. He has picked up three Division One offers this week: State, Ole Miss, Alabama. Uh, committed to ICC, Coach Collier. I'm hoping and praying for you, buddy. Uh, but there's uh, there's talk that he actually may get drafted. Yeah, in that's a what I was decent thinking. round. Mm-hmm. So uh, I expect them to win every single game when they play. 
All right, yeah, because he's throwing it. Yeah. Then we got Myrtle Faulkner, Tupelo Christian Ray Brooks. Yeah, let me tell you, TCPS, uh, I mean, I'm impressed with them one through uh, one through nine in their lineup. And uh, my pastor, Brian Collier's son, Houston, okay. uh, is their guy on the mound. So uh, I, I expect TCPS to come through okay. there. Uh, Simmons Tremont. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the cool thing about Tremont, one of these days we're going to have a, a place to eat there called the Restaurant in Tremont, open up uh, Mac and Beebe. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. We're going to do that on Highway 23. Coach Deal, if you're listening. We got somewhere for the eat after the games. Uh, Biggersville Potts Camp. I think Biggersville, no doubt. West Union Coldwater. West Union. I, I, let me just say this in the north. Uh, West Union and Smithville are headed for a collision course. I'll, I'll say this, too. Uh, as far as I know, it's a baseball game, and Coldwater can't full court man them. So I'll pick West Union. <laughs> that will be a game where they play two in one day. Yeah, we're not throwing lobs and running and jumping. Yeah, so. uh, I think West Union will aggregate win that 40 to nothing. Actually, Russell? Coach of West Union? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, he's done a fantastic job. He's been there job. a while. He's, he's done a good job there. Uh, he's been my neighbor when I was coached at West Union. Yeah, cool. He's a good guy. Uh, Hickory Flat Thrasher. My boy Sean D at Thrasher. My man Andy Dillard at Hickory Flat. <laughs> I, I, and I, I love Andy to death. Uh, there'll, be a, there'll be a feature coming out Friday on Sean D in the paper. Oh, I really? talked to Dalton today, and he asked me some questions about him. But uh, super, super kid, multi-sport athlete, signed with Northeast to play football and baseball. Fastest white boy I've ever seen in my life, including Tommy Farr. Really? Yeah. Tommy listens in Alaska, by the way. I know. He texted me the other day. I saw uh, – we get some we get some feedback and stuff from our, from our host website, and it was like, you have a listener in Alaska. And I said, hey, I know who that is. Tommy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, but if this guy's faster than Tommy, he's – No, really he's, he's incredible, man. Yeah, but, man. no, shout out Sean D. Yeah. That's going to be a good series, by the way. Absolutely. Well, we got 2A. Yeah. We, these are going to be probably a bit more predictable here. Uh, East Union, Eupora. It will be over before it starts. Yeah. East Union, yeah. no doubt. Uh, O'Bannon versus Philly. Which is funny because neither one of us care about that. But if no. it was Charles and Ed O'Bannon, I would be going <laughs> with them. Uh, Cahoon City Baldwin. I love Coach Shannon Smith at Baldwin. I've got to go with Calhoun City on this one. I think they've got a ton of seniors. I think Baldwin's still really young, got some good arms, but uh, Calhoun City's loaded for bears. Shannon, so. you have my full permission to put McKinley's quote on your bulletin board for what's going <laughs> Please on. Please do, because man, I want to see that be a good series. I'm going to watch them this weekend. Oh, really? That's good. The, when Calhoun City comes to Baldwin game two, I'm going to watch. Shannon's a good. Ki- Shannon's a good guy. Him, he my really brother, is. same age. He's, he's a good, a good athlete. New Jersey, yeah, he's, super yeah really good athlete. baseball player. Uh, let's see here, Union Leland. No, nah. I'll tell you this. When I was younger, I lived in the Delta, and the best. Mike Gregory went to Leland. For I know he did. When I was man, I'm pulling for Leland. I got to now. When I was a, when I was younger, I played for a, uh, a a good baseball team in Indianola, and our best player was Michael Spurlock. Oh, phenomenal! Best baseball player I ever played with in my life. That's awesome. Well, but the best player, not named Michael Spurlock, in the entire Delta was a pitcher from Leland named Smurf. Smurf was a 13-year-old, about six foot four with a beard, and I think he worked at the Kay. package store on 82. They're in Little League. And we would play them in a doubleheader, <laughs> and our only prayer was that Michael Spurlock got on base so he could steal second and third, and the catcher wouldn't catch a fastball and he could score. He <laughs> <laughs> would win one another. Yeah, win one another. <laughs> every time Michael got we'd, on base. We'd walk Smurf. So, I mean, oh, know, absolutely. But, yeah, but that was, that was kind of how we did it. But <laughs> anyway, that's all I know about Leland. We got. We're going to skip Riverside Scott Central. Yeah, we definitely don't know to. there. Ingemar Bruce. I like Ingemar. Me too. I, they, I Coach like Wilbanks does a good job over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lake West Bolivar. Nobody cares. Yep. <laughs> East Webster. Andy McGregor new site. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. East Webster lost a lot last year, including including Walker Johnson and Tanner mm-hmm. Knight, both now at East Central. Uh, I don't want to call it an upset, but I'm going with the Royals. Me too. Shout out Andy McGregor. Me too. I'm rooting. I'm rooting. Can I be? I'm rooting. I don't even know. What's I'm gonna going. try to catch one of those. I'm too. rooting with my heart there. Good luck, Danny. I may um, try to do 
if if Andy and them are they at East Webster? It just says verse. Who's who's listed first? East Webster. So they'll be hosting. So what I may do is do a two for one. Go to Baldwin for a little bit, and then go to New Site for a little bit. Yeah. Stop at Pizza Factory after. Oh man, holler at your boom, boy. Boom. Holler at your boy. I will holler at my boy. All Wesley right. McCullough, if you're listening, I want to go with you. These Wesley, days. Wesley, <laughs> if you're listening, he was talking about you, Harnett's boy. <laughs> anyway, all right, three A, and three A is always near this and dear is to loaded. my heart. This 3A, is loaded. Three A is always near and dear to my heart because my father coached at like half of these schools. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, and you've coached against half of these schools. Yeah, most of these schools for sure. Um, I graduated from one of them. You did. I did. All right, uh, class three A, North Humphreys County, Hatley, 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 Water Valley, Mantachi, Tachi. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I did it. I did that. Houston, Charleston. Houston <laughs> does not have a problem with this series. <laughs> Maybe they'll catch a Morgan Freeman out there. That'd be the only thing of note. Um, Yazoo County, Nettleton. Going with my boy Joe Coon. Nettleton wins that one, I think. I, I hope so. I, I really do. I really think that. He's bad young. They've struggled this year, but they're going to they're, they're be fine eventually. This is probably not the year, but I do have them winning that first-round series. Boonville, Holly Springs. Boonville. Saw them this past Tuesday I think night. Holly's hosting because they might have won their division. <laughs> I don't know. It's not going to matter. Yeah. I think basketball season can't hear soon enough. Uh, South Pontotoc, LZ. South. Spack attack. In a sweep. Spack attack. The second, like just like the NBA playoffs, the second round it matchups gets, in three A. Yeah. Oh my lord! Independence, Kasuth, 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 no doubt. What I, I saw, Kasuth and Boonville was impressed by both. I'll say this: both very well coached. Kasuth, uh, first round by North Pontotoc, by the way. Yeah, they didn't have to play. They were, I think, they were supposed to play Palmer, and Palmer doesn't have a team, so <laughs> they were the fourth seed or something. Oh man, can I be real? Yeah, you can. Palmer was that team that we were trying to donate those gloves to back. When- <laughs> Oh, man, I feel this small right now, Brian. We, the radio station quit. We didn't get to get And we never got to get them the gloves. But I got a whole – Now I feel like because we didn't give them those gloves, they didn't have a team. Because we didn't give them their gloves, they get to save the embarrassment of getting waxed by North Pontotoc. That's true. Yeah, yeah, Having yeah. to play the game because they don't yeah. have lights. Right. But, yeah, North Pontotoc gets a bite immediately into the second yeah. round. So. All right, 4A, we'll run through these real fast. Yeah. Ripley Morville. Ripley. Yazoo City League Central. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Pontotoc, New Albany. P-Town. Josh Dowdy will have, a roll, have him rolling, no doubt. Shout out to my guy Hop. And Pico. Pico and, and Hop. Hayden. Man. I know all those Dude, kids P- are good Pico kids. Pico and Hop sounds like a really cool sitcom. I'd buy ice cream from a place called Pico and Hop. I don't know why. Y'all holler at us when y'all get out of high school. We'll make this happen. <laughs> y'all know what's up. Uh, Kosciuszko Clarksdale. Kazi. Yeah. Rosa Fort, Louisville. 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 My bad, Louisville. Yeah. Man, I wish that was in Tunica. Me too. Anyway. Tish County, one. Amory. That's going to be a good series. Who's the coach at Tish County? Our boy, Casey James. Casey James, I knew Saw it. Saw them in Corinth the other night, man. Yeah. I was, I'm really, really tickled for him. He's got a good starter, uh, Caleb Huggins, lefty. Uh, and then Chad Williams is in his swan song. This is last year. Really? He's stepping down at Amory. Okay. Retiring, okay. I think. Well, this one here, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I know you're going to predict. New Hope Gentry. Oh, Brian. Chico Potts ain't coming through that door. Oh, <laughs> Brian. And I think the game's played at Gentry. I mean, can anything happen there? Brian. Michael Spurlock played at Gentry, man. Brian. They got some baseball players. Brian. I'm going to say the first game score is going to be 29 to nothing, and the second one will not be played because they're ready to go home and they will forfeit. Well, I'm dead serious. What's that Gentry? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to leave. Head over to the New Hope. Will have head it. over to the New Hope. New Hope, they will not foul a ball back. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this for the folks from New Hope listening, going to Gentry, stop at the Blue Biscuit. My friend Trish Berry owns okay. a world class thing over there, and the, she's part of the BB King Museum. Mm. Yeah, I used to live in Indianola. Well, they'll have know. time to go by. Yeah, the Blue Biscuit. It'll, it'll, it'll be about a 45 minute game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep it. Be nice, <laughs> Trojans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caledonia Corinth. Oh, that's gonna be my boy Scar up at Corinth, man. I'm going Corinth. Corinth. Okay. I'm going Corinth. Okay. Joey Pounder's not happy with you right now, but it's okay. cool. Okay. You know Joey from Caledonia? Mm-mm. He's my age. He went to Itawamba. He played. He also played at Meridian. He's a world-class fisherman now. I could say that Josh Johnson, him and, him and Josh are boys, yeah. Blake Holloman and Dallas Flippo are not walking through that door. Man, Flip does listen. I know. <laughs> Flip's my guy. I, I'm glad they're all safe. Yeah, they the are. Tornado. They no, all, no I, kidding, I, yeah. I checked in on them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, all right, 5A, Germantown, Grenada. Germ. Germantown. South Tilla, Vicksburg. Tilla. Tilla. Center Hill, Canton. Center Hill. Hell of a basketball game. Oh, God. That, my <laughs> Lord, that'd be a good basketball game. <laughs> Cleveland Central, OB. OB, my boy, Cade Hoggard. I expect him to make a run this year. I'm super proud of him and what he's done they, up there. They've got some players up there. No doubt. Really. He listens. He does. He is a listener. Man. He chimed in on our Game of Thrones last week. Cade, I know you're up there in Olive Branch. Do me a favor. Uh, after you win this first round, go to Avellino's Pizza. And box some of it up and send it to McKinley. And save me a slice, Please. homie. If you make it to the second round, we might come up there and eat at Evelyn Nose and watch Funny, play. quick tidbit about Cade. He's going to love this. When we were in college, he's my roommate before he transferred to Delta State. Cade is the weirdest music fan I've ever met. He was really into the emo alt. Okay. He was the guy that watched MTV2 AM flow, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Love that stuff. But. It, <laughs> He's going to hate me. For so that, he wears maybe. long sleeve shirts under short sleeve shirts. Yes, he does. Okay. okay. And he he has he, he has red hair, but if he want if he had his way, he would have long black hair and he would swoop it over Pokemon style because that's okay. his music style. <laughs> Get out of here! All right, six A. We got some we got some local flavor here. Oxford versus Greenville. Oxford. It's at Greenville, so make sure you get, make sure you go eat at Doe's. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Doe's. 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 I was thinking Greenwood. Yeah. No. I was gonna say Crystal City Grill. Crystal Grill Greenwood. and Greenwood. Yes, yeah. Sir. Or yeah. Doe's. No doubt. Doe's. Yeah. Uh, Hernando Starkville. My boy Luke Atkins. Star. What is you guy? Yeah. 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 Hernando always tough. Always tough. Luke is in one of the best divisions in the state with Northwest ranking in Madison Central. I like Starkville in an upset. I like that. I like that. Um, Northwest ranking South Haven. That is a Heavyweight matchup, by the way. South Haven has taken just a tad step back from what they were. Will be a fantastic series. Brandon, my man Brandon Jordan's a coach at South Haven. He's my buddy. And, and I will, I'm going to go with Northwest Rankin. They've got Dalton Rogers, Ole Miss commit. I, I think he, he's going to carry him, too. Okay. For sure. And uh, the last one of this group, just kind of close to the home, Warren Central Tupelo. This is going to be a tough series for mm-hmm. the Wave. Uh, they just got Hunter Elliott back about to ask from if they were healthy. Uh, they're still a couple of weeks away from John Luke Marlin, I believe. Uh, but – one thing about this Tupelo team is they can hit, and when they get streaky hot, they've got to che- they can beat anybody. Uh, but um, they, I, I'm going with my boy Justin Reed. I think they're going to go down, and I, I'm gonna, I'll say I'm going to play it out like this: they're going to lose game one on the road. They're going to come back home, and there will be every bit of a thousand people at Golden Wave Field this weekend for game two. They'll win that, and then they'll go back down to Vicksburg and steal game three. Hmm. That's my that's my call. Okay. I like that. Big time rooting for those guys, man. Super big time props to y'all. Good luck, Coach Reed, no doubt. I like that. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, you know, we, 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 we like to always uh, take a break, and we like to speak a little sports, and then we like to go talk a little everything else. But, uh, yeah, and, and this week there's, there's, there's some kind of show that came on. We're gonna talk about. But before we go to the break, and, man, I make me another Jack Black, um, 
we might have to get you another Jack Black. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, I gotta ask you, everybody's favorite sports felon back on the block, Will Wade, dude. I'd like to send a formal apology for bagging on him four weeks ago and playing Akon's Locked Up. We talked about him. Yes. But look, I mean, even if it's like short-lived and all that stuff, at least it proves that LSU was going to – they try yeah. to fight it because you can't fire him for oh, 100%. I mean, they right. can't – Yeah, I mean, what do you think about it? What, what's going on down in Baton Rouge? What do you think their aim is? Well, because – let me say this. I think anytime you do something in a timely fashion – and I'm saying that, and I started doing Game of Thrones theme simply because they released this information ten minutes before the most anticipated series finale episode one ever, and nobody was thinking about Will Wade Sunday night at seven fifty. I think that that means that they were probably intentionally the whole time planning on bringing him back. Yeah, I really do. I let's mean, some, let's some smoke die down. hundred percent. You know, get let, beat let in the that, tournament. Yeah. Because he'd have been coaching and they were winning. Can you imagine the the storm? Oh, my God. Like, if they'd have got to, like, the Elite Eight. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. It's going to be a little weird now with him coming back. because Joe Oliva resigned today. And they just got – I don't know the guy's name, but they just got A&M's AD. That's going to be – you talk about a – that's going to make some – for some tense matchups. Now, do you want to keep doing what you're doing with Will Wade, new guy, and – yeah. Ed Orgeron was an Oliva guy. Uh-huh. I mean, I, there's going to be a lot Could of Could be a full change in the guard. There's going to be a saying. lot of opportunity there. And, uh, yep. you know, Buzz Williams is now the new coach at A&M, so that makes it tougher. And it doesn't help LSU that they're always going to be good at football. They're always going to be good at baseball. But now that they've gotten good at basketball, let me tell you this. People on the Bayou get used to winning, they and they don't like not winning mm-hmm. at a high level. So, And, you know – Orgeron came after, you know, essentially less miles and, and, you know, man. It's one thing when you replace the quirky old guy who was kind of goofy in Ed Orgeron. But, (laughs) you know, uh, Will Wade replaced Johnny Jones, a guy that wasn't really liked, wasn't from Baton Rouge. But, like, I think if they get rid of him, they're going to have to make a splash. A big splash. To keep it going, the momentum. Shaq. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no kidding. Like, I mean, I I could see – LSU fans are so used to winning. They call for Paul Maneri's head every year, and he's a top ten coach in college baseball. Absolutely, you know. So like, you, you know, they're not used to losing. Funny thing, when you think of LSU, when I think of LSU, they might could have pound for pound the best starting five in college basketball history if you take their five greatest players of all time. That's a really, really good point. Because, I mean, you have – Shaq and, and Pistol, Pistol Pete, Pete, no Pete Shaq, and Chris Jackson. And Chris – that was be my was other am, one. Was amazing. And then you, you got – throw in Stromile Well, well I was going to say he was the top three people, but Bob Pettit was one of the greatest players in the history of the oh NBA back gosh. in the day. He was an LSU guy. So, they got four. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just take your pick. I you, mean, I mean I those mean, four right there, Shaq and Pistol Pete, are you kidding yeah. me? I mean, Stanley Roberts was a lottery pick back in the day. Um, you know, you had Big Baby, people like that. Stromile was a top three pick. Maybe number two. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if you put those – I would take those four up against any other four from any other school. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, even the guys that – That four kicks the crap out of state's top five, whatever. I think that four beats the crap out of anybody not named – Duke? Car- <laughs> Duke, North Carolina. Duke, North Carolina, or Kentucky. Yeah, or you're, UCLA. You're probably right. You're I mean, probably no, absolutely right. Yeah, and who could, guard, who could guard Shaq on any of those squads? Nobody. Anybody. You know what we need to do one day? We, I don't want to have to wait till next college basketball season. Like, during – we'll have to, but, like, next college basketball season – Every week, I want to take five teams from five different conferences and do their best 
five of all time. Like I their like Mount that. Rushmore. It's, we always love stuff like that. I like that. Uh, okay. Quick shout out on the sports side before we take a break. Uh, I got to go sit in with uh, Adam Gore for ICC and Northwest uh, division leading baseball doubleheader yesterday. You saw Northwest? Uh, I did. My guy Mark Carson. I love they Mark. They do so good, man. They do such a good job over there. Uh, Gain to split, kind of what I expected. Uh, the standings didn't change. ICC stayed up a uh, game up in first place. Uh, Going to be a tight finish to see who who does what, but both teams are absolutely dominating, both in the top 15. Uh, I've got players that I've coached on both sides, love them to death. Uh, got to see two former soccer players, Sarah Witt and uh, Sidney Shelton. So it was really cool, man. It was a fun atmosphere, so much fun. I, Brian, I need to confess something to you. I don't know how good I am at doing podcasts. I don't know how good I am at doing sports morning radio, but I am horrible at play-by-play. <laughs> And I need to apologize to Adam Gork because he was like, and so, you know, we got a 2-2 count. And he just reels it off. He's, He's so good. good. He's so good. And he goes, Mac, what do you think? I'm like, he's probably going to throw, throw, throw a fastball right here. And that's what I would do. He's heading the count. And he can <laughs> challenge. Yeah. And then, it, like, he just cut me off. Like, and oh. the pitch from – I'm like, Slider, oh, gosh. Yeah. Fly ball caught. <laughs> See, that broadcast school's really paying off, Monty. That was Monty. I was Monty. Money. But anyway, really, really That's cool awesome. series. But uh, anyway. Did he did he drop any awesome references on, on the radio? Did he throw any, Did he put you in a figure four leg lock? No, he did not. But I think he was – he wasn't upset, but he was kind of – Was he let down by how bad you were? But I think, I think like two or three minutes in, he was like, man, I thought Mac would be better than this. And I was just like, dude, I'm used to being on the other side of the fence. I have no idea. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, Adam. Um, Mac may have let you down, but when it comes time for basketball season – you call your boy Brian, call Brian. he will call a game with you <laughs> like no other. They'll think we're Bob Costas and Marv Albert over True there. that. Anyway. Well, man, I tell you, before we get off of the sports, i got to give one more shout-out. Do. Shout-out to the AAF for filing Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Appreciate you guys doing the right thing legally. <laughs> Best of luck going forward. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. We'll never hear from him again. No, absolutely not. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with some... Game of Thrones, Ooh. episode one talk. Oh. And a lot more. We'll be right back. Be right back on what's up. I'm looking for a change of pace. Then I'll be on my way. Let's start a movement without a purpose for a change. Man, shout out to my Gandy Frasco. I thought that's who that was. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Best best albums thus far of 2019. Love that. Andy Frasco's my guy. Before we get into Andy Frasco, I'll talk about all the things he's got going on. Yeah, yeah. All the world travel we got going on. Man, there was a big thing that went down other than the Masters. It made I think maybe made for the best Sunday. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, if you throw best that Sunday in recent memory. If you throw that news in there with Will Wade's good fortune, it's just a banner day. No kidding. <laughs> No kidding. Any, I had leftover Olive Garden that day. Oh so it was my even goodness, a that's even a better day. Um, my thoughts, real quick, before we before we move on and get really in depth about episode one. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of a a gang's all here feel to me. Yes, you know when it sh- yes. show up early, it shows the 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 riders and the the, the parade of people, and then yeah. you, you see Arya standing there, and it, every once in a while, it would it would bring this character back and this character back, and you would see yeah. them, and you know, um, <clears throat> I felt like it was when I was in my high school speech class the way the episode went. They uh. They told you what they're going to tell you, and then they told you, and then they told you what they told you. 
You know what I mean? That's it. I mean, you know, and, exactly I mean, you know, and, 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 and it's kind of like you said, it was like they were bringing people and there, by the way, before we tell anything, there are going to be some spoilers from yes. episode one. Yes. So if you haven't watched episode one of Game of Thrones seasons eight yet, it's cool. You might want to skip ahead about a good seven to eight minutes. Check the check, check the timer the Twitter thing. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. link in to where, where you yeah. don't need to listen. So you don't need to listen right now because right. as of right now. We're gonna start talking some spoilers. Now, spoilers, so spoilers yeah. coming right now. I really thought it, they like they brought everybody back. You know, they, everybody shows up at one spot and all this stuff. Um, if you would have told me that the kid was gonna be put up on the wall with all their arms around him and lit Dude. on fire as the first death, what was the Bovada numbers on that? You think? Where do you think he fell on the list? Oh my! And that's God. what he gets for not bringing his ass back to fight. Thirty thousand to one. You don't tell him you're going to get everybody together and not come yeah, back. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, I'm gonna tell you, I could have done without that ten second segment too. I mean, I got why Tormund, and then you know, they went in and yeah. they ran into I was each worried other, Tormund like, was about to die. Dude. I did too. I didn't know if there was going to be like a giant spider in there or something. But, uh, but no, no kidding. Brian, that was a good explanation of that. Everybody in this episode, in episode one of season eight, it's like they found out what we've known all along. Because and you don't realize that when you're watching it as the fan, you're like, okay, I know what's going on with Sam. I know what's going on with, with Sansa. I know, I know the storyline. But like, they don't. Some of these people didn't know if the other one was dead, if they hadn't seen them in you know years or however long the time span is between seasons. But when Jamie walks, rides in, and he looks at Bran, <laughs> and hell, Bran's been looking at everybody. Bran been eyeballing, mean mugging folks Sneaking. like Tupac in the early nineties. Leaned over in the corner watching everybody. <laughs> but when he saw a ghost when that happened. I really believe, Dude. like, and that was that. For what it's worth, that was the last scene of the show. Uh, so, we'll, and we'll get into the preview part of that too, but. I got to mention something as far as I'm actually surprised. I, I got to say it, Brian. Are you ready for this? Yeah. That was the worst episode of Game of Thrones so far. It was. It and was. And it was still really good. It was. I think the anticipation. But it was the. Right. But it was the worst episode. Yeah, and you know, it kind of gives me hope. There was so little in that episode. We I, didn't learn anything. They did. Yeah, the characters yeah. did. And there was so little real action. Yeah. I guess I hate to call it story development because we really knew everything that yeah. was developing. Um, it's going to make for a more action-packed last few episodes. You know what I mean? I like, you so. know what I mean? Like, it's kind of condensed now because nothing really happened in episode one, so that means more has to happen in And it's almost one. like they did that on purpose. They're like, all right, look, sorry it's the season eight series premiere of this final season we got to get some crap out of the way because the next five episodes are going to blow your mind. Right. Uh, but still alive. Everybody that we Everybody thought, we thought would. Every, um, our crown our crown choices are still there. Yeah, my bracket's still good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, i got to <laughs> I got to bring this up. Samuel Tarley. What a handsome man. Why is he a professor at Yale now? Like, I mean, he's he's got a clean-cut beard, just slick back here. He finally got one of those full... You got a nice kimono. He, yeah, he's, he's, you know, you used to see him in rags cooking hot pie, but now he's got this nice little get-up, and he's talking about being at the Citadel. And uh, sorry, Sam, but I didn't know that Daenerys was going to drop that bomb on him, that she'd killed his brother and his dad by dragon fire. <laughs> Do you know what that scene reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, oh, Robin Hood, Men in Tight. <laughs> When he comes back and he's like, ate the goldfish. Choked on the... <laughs> <laughs> what about the dog? Somebody tweeted that. Choked on the goldfish. It reminds me of that scene where Blinken does that. They have everything you would ask, but... 
you know. Uh, Did you just say Abe Lincoln? No, I said, hey, Blinken, hold the reins, Dave, man. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> My guy. Anyway. But no, but I, I feel like, like, you know, things, they have to use that character more. He's going. There's going to be a big part mm-hmm. for him going forward. They're setting it up too much. He's got to look the part. He's got to be on the uh, talk show circuit. Yes. You know? And he was. He was on some, uh, Fallon the other night, I think. No. Or Kimmel. Well, remember. the way he looked, it really suits well for you pulling off that Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm not going as Ferris. Do not go as Ferris. Man, I'm sorry I even brought that up. I know. I, I had to choke on that for a week. It was tough. But uh, I got to looking at it, and there's a bunch of fat dudes I could go as, so it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but shout out to Sam. Sam is like the Luke Combs of entertainment television. Because he gives guys like us, like, Hope. they make us look good. You know, it's like, hey, man, Samuel Tarley and Luke Combs can do what they're doing. Brian and I can conquer the world. <laughs> but but uh, another couple storylines that, that I, I need to mention. Um, one, it seems to me that there's, I mean, it's obvious, obviously, but I think that the tension between Sansa and Daenerys is going somewhere, which is really kind of weird because, like, Sansa and Jon Snow, I've never looked at as like really close, because you know, last season seven, he, he left to you know go protect right. for the North and he gave, up, the armies, gave up the crown, gave up the crown, and Sansa here she is just sitting out queen chick, you know, running things at at, at, at Winterfell, and then all of a sudden he rolls up with Daenerys, and that's his bay, and it's like you know, it, it literally looked like, you know, a high school. 11th grade catfight was going to go down when they eyeballed each other. And they were short with each other the whole episode. So I think that's going somewhere. And, you know, I got to say something. You know why I know this in real life and it's fiction? Because any human being got two dragons would burn anybody across them. True I wouldn't that. care. San- oh, Sans, you want to talk trash? Come here. Step out. Step into my office. It's like the, the Chappelle Show skit episode where the guy just, or they show the gun on the, like these gouging prices. And he's like, yeah, car wash will be eighty seven fifty three. <laughs> Man, and then he just you know he shows him his clip. And he's like, man, okay, that's what she she's got dragon privilege. I think she yeah. kind of pulled that card when she said, well, "What do dragons eat?" She said, "Whatever they whatever want." They that want. was an ultimate mic drop, and that that's where the tension between them started. I got to tell you about another storyline. This yeah. this uh, this episode had a lot of uh, reach into social media because some of the greatest memes have been born from this episode. Oh. But there's another thing that I got to speak to. People quote. Game of Thrones, and they don't put, they put anything into context. No. I bet I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, two dozen, three dozen women, I hate to say this, ladies, quoting Cersei. I know what you're And it doing. said, like, uh, if, you want, if you want a whore, go buy one, but you've got to earn a queen. You've got a queen earner. Yeah. And did they not realize she banged a dude with mutton chops five minutes later? <laughs> just, just a minute after that. <laughs> like, he, he, he didn't have to, I mean, what did he do? You and McGregor with up mutton chops, what he looks like for yeah. real. But yeah, don't don't use that quote. I mean, don't don't. Do and it's that. out of context. It's 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 a fantasy TV show. Now, is it a top five show of all time? Yes. And that guy has stones, by the way. You're on. No kidding. Because he just kind of mocks the mountain. I mean, you can't ever trust a Greyjoy, though. Mm. <laughs> anyway, they got some weird stuff. Spe- going on. The, 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 I, I want to speak to that too. There's something that I need to mention as far as the Greyjoys. Like, that's the weirdest storyline of all eight seasons. Like, they don't even. Have anything like, you know, they don't even have anything like go like it's always just like drama with him. It's like, oh well, you killed him and you hate that, and now you're in charge and you're a woman and you're our sister, so you can't do that, and you killed our. It's, it's like I'm tired of it. And but Ram- Ramsey Bolton disfigured you. But, mm. but there was a line, and I think it was the most important line from this episode one. Yara, 
Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. She tells Theon that he can go back to you know to Winterfell and, and, and fight with John and do all this and that and the other. But she says, I'm going to the Iron Islands, obviously where their family land is, and says Daenerys will need somewhere to retreat. You think there's some foreshadowing? I think there's foreshadowing. I'm going to tell you this. Because the White Walkers cannot cross water, supposedly. Right. And there is an apparently a surplus of dragon glass in They're the Iron Islands. Mm-hmm. So I and this is just this is just me just kind of hedging here. I think it's all going to go down in the Iron Islands. Okay. Because, because we, we just, don't know much about it. We it's don't know much about terrain. it. And, and they're going, I think they're going to like really, really play up the Iron Islands and show us what they're about, show us all this dragon glass that they're looking for and all this. And I think, let me say this, Brian, and I have to say this. This is going to be an epic letdown for me if it is a vanilla ending. For what it's worth, I don't want to see John on the throne when it's done. And, you know, he's holding hands with Daenerys and it's one big happy family. Oh, and they, they kill all the antagonists. And like, you know, I, I don't want that. I want the weirdest ending ever. But one thing I have to have, and I don't care where it goes down. It could go down at Winterfell. It could go down at King's Landing. Go down to Iron Islands. I want a battle royale with literally every character in the episode left going down somewhere. And I hope it's the last episode. But that's 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 in my mind. That's what I keep going to. Okay. Yeah. So well, you know, it's just like Game of Thrones. To we all expected a huge blowout first episode. That's what everybody expected. Oh, yeah. And it's just like them to give us the opposite. And, and you know and, what I mean. And you're absolutely right. It's like, oh, and that's why when I said it was like it was still really good. Yeah. You know, like nobody was like people upset to die. About the Somebody's episode. gonna die in the first five minutes. It didn't happen. And you know what? I, I told my buddy. I told Tommy this the other day because I know he's listening. I think if you're smart, if you're the Game of Thrones writers, of course, obviously they're smart. They've gotten this many followers and viewers and all this. I think you write about eight or nine different endings. See what's up. And see what the reaction is throughout the first four or five episodes and say, you know what, let's hit them in the well, mouth with and, this. And I bet they have done that with a bunch of private sure, screenings. Sure, sure. I bet they have. They've had several of them. Oh, well, they've got the budget to do what they want. So The coolest thing ever would be if they had an alternate ending for all the main characters. Like and you, showed it. I mean, and yeah. then showed what really happened at the end. Yeah, oh, like, well, like, like what could happen. Why are we not writing for Game of Thrones? Oh, man. Well, it's because they're waiting for us to fill in for Samuel Tarley for That's the right. spinoff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, episode two preview. I think that we're going to definitely see what goes down with uh, Jamie and Brad. You know, here's what I think. I think Brad, and I've said this, I've verbally public- publicized this. I'm not a Brand fan. Like, I, I think his storyline's brutal. Mm-hmm. I know he's a very, very important piece of the puzzle, uh, but like I'm, I'm sick of, I'm sick of seeing him. Like all right. he did the first episode was mean mug people and say one sentence. He, he's the Michael Myers of the Game of Thrones, where wherever you turn yes. around, there he's he sitting is. there. In his he's not gonna kill you. you. I mean, he gonna stare at you. But it, 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 he gets, he gives that vibe. Like he stared through Jamie's soul. Like, yeah, you're gonna die soon. <laughs> but he did that to everybody the whole episode. Like, he did it to Arya, he did it to John, and, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, anyway, uh, tired of that one. I'm tired of that one. Yeah, he's not, he, he's, yeah, <laughs> he just drives me nuts. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Well, tell me about well, it. Well, what, what happened then, man? And I, I don't want to wait, I don't want there to be an episode where we, like, have to waste, like, 35 minutes on whatever Bran's vision was from season five mm-hmm. that we forgot about. Bring Hodor back. 
Please vision that brand. Please. Quit. Somebody, did you see the GoFundMe page to build brand a ramp? <laughs> Sorry, but for what it's worth, there's no way that that Winterfell has got a, uh, that many wheelchair accessible ramps in a four they story. Got on the second or third level. They're looking at it, staring down at people like time out, man. Who pushed you? I up bet there? they have a pulley system like a dumb waiter at a restaurant. Yep. They put him on a platform yep. and they make strongman go over there and wheel him up. But that would just Pull. compromise the integrity of his wizardry if they actually showed that during the episode. But I would die if I saw it. But there's a couple. There's a couple of of. There's <laughs> a couple of storylines. Uh, I tell you, the biggest disappointment from episode one for me, and I th- and I say that because I think it's coming in episode two preview. We did not see the Night King one time, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that's a big deal. I think that I think I want to see more of the White Walkers. You know, because the, the first seven seasons, that's all they did was tease us with the White Walkers. There's a couple battles here and there. There's a couple of threats. We saw the Wall come down in season seven. I want to see like this guy talking. There was the when the, when the Night King lobbied himself as the first overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft when he hit the dragon last season. Like that was like that was an oh my gosh episode moment for me. But I want to see more more Nightwalkers. I, I mean White Walkers. I, I want to see them. Best best spear slash javelin throw since Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. Fact. 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 Uh, you could catch the Night King at the 2020 Olympics. I think it's in Seoul, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Is, is it in Seoul or is it in Russia? Oh, it's it's r- in Russia this time. I can't ever remember. I can't either. They made they <laughs> it might jump be around. K- Qatar is it? K- Qatar? No, that's the World Cup in 2022, uh, oh, okay. and that's still being contested. Yeah, it should be here. anyway. Anyway, uh, but no kidding, man. Uh, uh, I'm really excited for Sunday's episode. So while I'm saying that, because it's Sunday, and I know what I'm going to do it. I told you, and I'm going to go to a couple of baseball games this weekend. Um, I'm going to see um, Baldwin and Newside. I'm going to try to see both. They're two of the teams that I have not seen yet. I need to check out Saltillo at some point. Uh, I feel like Saltillo will handle Vicksburg pretty easily. I may make to wait till next week to see them. Uh, but that's my weekend. That's well, you know, Easter Sunday. And it's Easter. So I mean, I, obviously, I'm going to church and I'm yeah, going to eat yeah. with family. Uh, we're actually really cool. We're going up to Howie's restaurant. As a oh, really? Because he's got to work because they right. serve food on that's Sunday. Right. So we're all going to go up there and eat with him. They got good fun. fried shrimp up there. They got good everything. Man, you know I love. If you're a shrimp. big guy and you enjoy buffets, Howie's is a place for you. That's cool. Well, you know, I, Easter I feel like has the best candy. No doubt. Am I right in saying Hall- that? Halloween is way overrated. Way overrated. Easter. What's your favorite? Everything does an egg. Oh yeah, I was about to answer your question. Right. Well, you well I was about to say like, my thing is, I, I you start the first of the year and you're like, I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna yeah. work out, I'm gonna lose some weight, but then Easter yeah, gets here, Easter. and the thing about Easter is they put all of the the good stuff by the register. Yes. And they and they've gotten crazy with these things. So like a few years ago you would get a marshmallow a chocolate covered marshmallow egg. Well like I go the other day, Russell Stover, and I go the oh, other yeah, day yeah. and I see the same thing. But it is a cinnamon sugar churro flavored marshmallow egg. Oh you know? And then I get one and it's uh brown sugar and uh cinnamon toast or oh, French man. toast. You know what I mean like Cadbury cream eggs. Like I can't not do it. I, I love them. I, I love them. But there's one candy that I cannot find, and I have. It's elusive, and everybody says that it exists, and it's an Easter only thing. But I think, I think it is. There is a marshmallow Milky Way. Oh, and I can't find it. I look everywhere. There ain't no way. I'm telling you, I, my, my, my you I, believe it? I do. 
I do. But I mean, I, 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 mean, my, I know my, you believe it, but like, if you can't. Jared Vandegrift wouldn't lie to me about this. Oh, I see. So he's had it. Obviously. He says he's had it, but it was years ago. I tried to find him on Amazon. I can't find him. So I wonder if it just didn't play over well as well as he thought. It, it would have played over well at the Tacopola store when I lived there. Yeah, no doubt. I'd have bought them out. You know what my favorite are? Would it? Please don't say peeps. Oh, I hate peeps. Okay. I don't know how people eat that. The only way man. to throw them, eat them, I've always heard, is two ways you're supposed to eat them, for real. Either throw them in the trash or let them harden. I've heard if you'll open really? them and like let them sit out for a couple of days and eat them, they're just better. And then you can cut them up and put them in Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite Easter candy? I love, and it's several different ones, but it's in the same. You know, I mentioned the egg. Everything comes in an egg in Easter. Reese's does an egg. Twix does an egg. Everybody does an egg. Oreo. F- Oreo. Oh, dude, you brought, you remember you got me that Oreo egg? It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I should have brought you another one. And I ate mom's cupcake. <laughs> anyway, Brian brought m- mom a cupcake and me an Oreo egg and I ate both of them because mom waited too long. There was a you have that shelf life. She had a twenty five minute window. No, she had like a three hour window, and she was like, "I offered it to her twice." I said, "Mom, Brian got you a cupcake. It'd be rude not to eat it." And she was like, "Oh, I eat it in a little while." And I'm sitting there thinking, "Yeah, you don't want that thing wait till nine o'clock. You got till nine o'clock. Gonna get eaten." When I go to bed, if I hadn't had my ice cream, I'm gonna eat your cupcake. <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite Easter candy is the uh, the egg. The, the little and it, the little Snickers, bit of little Robin eggs. Yes, yeah. Snickers does it. Twix does it, and you just you never know because they come mixed mm-hmm. in a little in a little aluminum wrapper, mm-hmm. and they're they're awful to have to open up. I get a lot of the aluminum full in my mouth. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't I, don't I get care. I get impatient. I just, I'm exact same way. I knew we were liking that, but no, that's that's my favorite Easter candy. When and I'm looking when I pass away, they'll do an autopsy and they'll be like death got shards it's got of so aluminum. much aluminum. When I do your cremation, it's just going to be <laughs> popping back. <laughs> This is a morbid thing. It's so much aluminum in him. You know, this is a funny funeral joke, and this is going to be, it's not in poor taste. It's kind of funny. I saw it on like a, I saw it on a family website for what it's worth. But it said, it was like a cartoon meme, and it said, I'm going to swallow a whole bottle of popcorn kernels and then having my will to be cremated just to make for an interesting day at the funeral. But if anybody ever did that to me, I'd lose my mind. Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> but uh, looking forward to this weekend, uh, Easter Sunday. I know uh, where I go to church, their orchard, have a fantastic Good Friday sunrise service. service. Uh, Good Friday service and then normal Sunday service. So I'm 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 looking forward to that, man. It's I know they'll do a fantastic job. They always do. And I don't want to plug my church the whole time. We're we're in a series right now, but we're looking to finish it up. What, what is it? Is it a get best of four, best of seven? <laughs> Methodist, Baptist, Catholic, Orchard in four. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are you doing this weekend? It's a funny thing. You scoundrel. Uh, uh, yeah, third. Third. So here's what I got going on. Um, I am Friday getting off work, and I'm going to Memphis International Airport and getting on a plane. I'm flying to Denver, Colorado. Good for you, yeah, man. Uh, this weekend. It's going to be a really good weekend. Um, it's Earth Day weekend going on yeah. be, be a bunch of things going on there i'm gonna get out there on the 19th 20th come back on the 21st uh but it's gonna be a really good time i have made man i've made i've struck up a friendship throughout the years of working at blue delta and going to live concerts with sure. andy frasco uh, yes. lead man of andy frasco in the un and i mentioned them coming in i mean he's he's one of my favorite acts i would go watch him at blue canoe for free shows years ago when adam yeah. would book him on a tuesday and stuff like that and he was just really cool, and uh, they were normal guys, and you would get to talk to him. And I never thought that I would get to, you know, hey, get to hang out with this guy. And truthfully, he never, he hoped at this time. This is five, six years ago. He never thought that he would be a huge headliner like right. That. I mean, I mean, he, did, he wanted to. Like I mean, this time. was his aim, and he, sure. he knew he could. But I mean, this is where they have gotten to, and it's, it's awesome. So, 
year, year and a half ago, two years ago, he was in Oxford playing at Proud Larry's, <clears throat> like in a midweek thing before between yeah, big yeah. cities, you know. And I, you know, I met him and uh, we struck up a conversation, having been, you know, through a mutual friend, and he 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 got some blue Delta jeans. Like, man, I love your yeah. jeans, you know. And when we got him jeans, well, they fit like a glove, and he loves them, you know. So anyway, I ran into him and was like, hey, he's like, man, come to the show. So I, I went to the show, and now. We become legit like friends, you know. I mean, we, right, te- no we text and and, I, and like I said, I'm flying to Denver. But I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff going on this weekend in Denver. But I'm going to hang out with Andy Frasco in the UN at the Bluebird, no doubt. And you know, I mean, it, it, they treat me like family. You know, I mean, like uh, it's just really you cool. Think you could get Nuggets tickets. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I could probably. Well, I probably could get Nuggets tickets. I know there's a Rockies game going on. I probably, uh, yeah, I, I, you said Denver, and I was like, yeah, I'm sure there I, really is a lot going on. I'm, in yeah, Denver I mean, this playoff weekend. basketball going on. The Rockies are are playing. Frasco's going on. Um. There's a lot of acts there. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Method Man, Red Man are all playing at Red Rocks on the 19th and 20th. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be a, it's gonna be a big time. Um, a lot of festivals and things happen sure, this weekend. Sure. Um, but the cool thing about Frasco, he's playing in Denver on the 20th. His next show is in Memphis on the 24th, and then he plays several shows between them. But he's gonna be at the Blue Canoe May 1st. So you're gonna, gonna go to all three? Oh yeah, yeah. Good for you. I'm gonna man. hang out with Andy. He's a cool guy. Um, and all those guys, Andy, Ernie, Sean. Uh, beats on the drums. His name's Andy, but they have a guy come over from the Netherlands. He's Dutch. His name's Arno Bakker. Arno's about six five, six six. He's a huge guy from over there, and he plays trombone, tuba. It's just a real rocking affair. So sure, my brethren. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dutch origin, Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. So it's going to be a good time. But I'm really looking forward to just getting some good food. Sure. Um, you know, traveling back. Seeing some I want to hear about their food, man, because I, I I love food on travel. Like, do you? You're probably not like that, like I am on this. Like, when I go somewhere where I normally don't go, like, you know, anywhere, in a, especially in a big city, I pull up, like, Google, and I'm right. like, all right, TripAdvisor, uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Die. Like, sure. I want to I know the places that are acclaimed, people talk about, been to. Well, there's, there's, I hope you get a chance to, to go to one or two. Well, there's sure. two places that I never miss when I go to Denver. Uh, I, two, are, two are, like, for their food, and one is a restaurant, but it's not there for their food. I always go to the to Voodoo Donuts. Okay. Oh, dude. Dude, take a pic and send it to me, man. I really want to see it. Take a pic. I'm gonna bring back some donuts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm man. Bring back some donuts, man. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then uh, there's a place called the Denver Biscuit Co. And it's a really cool restaurant. Fancy, cool. Not fancy, but it's a really cool vibe with really like fancy food. So if that makes sense, it would be like a uh, if you combine like a Blue Canoe KOK feel. With like really like awesome high end biscuits and like that kind of stuff, but there's three restaurants in one. It changes its format throughout the day. So in the morning it's the Denver Biscuit Co. Breakfast, breakfast. So from lunch to evening it's like the Atomic Cowboy or something like that. It's a high. It's a really cool, uh, cool. brick oven pizza place. And then at night it's a bourbon bar. But anyway, I go to the Denver Biscuit Co. all the time. And then the third place I always go, it's called the One Up, and it is the world's greatest retro arcade. 50 awesome, pinball machines, dude. Galaga, NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. He's on, on fire. On, I mean, all those things. So I go in there, and I'll, I'll go there in pregame before I go to Frasco at the Bluebird. Good so for be you, cool. man. Yeah, I'm that, excited that, for But you that's for what that. I got going on. So Good yeah. for you, I mean, man. Um, you know, and I – man, you can't get me – I'm only thinking about donuts now. Man, wait till I – mean, I'm bringing you back some donuts. Please. I just – I don't need, like, 12. I just want, like, one, like uh, – give me their coolest donut. Okay. Whatever you think I'd like. Okay, cool. They have a Memphis donut. I'm going to bring it back. I love it. You're welcome. So, I need to mention, Brian, it's time for a little rapid fire with you Mm. and the payback for Nickelback 4. Okay. I've only got four questions. Oh, man, these are going to be tough. 
But here we go. I'm ready for this. A lot of them are either or answers. Some of them are straight up. Do I need to just give an answer and then justify my answer if I feel like it? You or can do whatever you'd like. It's America. Brian, it's free country. Because you're you're you're, you're going to want to talk about a couple of these. I'll have to cover my ass. This, this this is this is not what you're expecting. I can assure you, it's not. Brian, right now, I think before he realized I was going to do rapid fire, he was thinking, oh, he's going to ask me some tough music questions. No. Okay, man. These are decisions. Like, would I rather lose a toe or a pinky? <laughs> yes. Specifically, start with that question: toe or pinky? Uh. Can I choose the pinky? You can do whatever you'd like. Left pinky. Why? I don't know. Tray ball stroke. I did. Yeah, I could, I'm good. <laughs> I feel like if I lost a toe, I'd be off balance walking. But if you lose a toe, and I ever see you with sandals on, yeah, I'll I can't, let you can't wear flip flops. But you can't. You, you're done. Your flip flops. But, but I can over. tell. I can tell a really cool lie with a finger missing. Oh or, yeah, a pinky missing. Like yeah, it's, you know, I was. <laughs> I, only need, even... I only need three fingers to bowl. We're good. First question. Okay. Would you rather fart every time you sneeze or yell every time you fart? You have to. It happens. It just happens naturally. <laughs> I would rather all right, fart every time I sneeze. Like every time you have to sneeze, you know a fart's coming out. I'm, I would take that one. Why? Because it probably happens more than you think already. I know. <laughs> just throwing that out there. There was a funny one similar to that that I'm going to ask you next time that I saw. Have you seen that one? The, 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 yeah, we'll talk about that in the next one. I rapid fire. Anyway. Okay. All right. You have to marry one of these two people. <clears throat> Rebel Wilson or Reba McIntyre? Reba. Why? Man, she's wealthy. She's like 68. Yeah, she, she, she's had some bad luck. Really pretty for 68. She's had some bad luck. And... Uh, you know, like her men have left her. They've died. She had a yeah, husband die. I feel like she would treat me well. And for real, man, she worth a lot of money. I mean, this is being honest. And Re- Rebel Wilson, you can only, man, I, you can only take so many jokes. You know what I mean? Like, and I can, I feel like she's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> it's Reba. <laughs> I can't say certain things. I was trying to put you on the spot. You did. You did, Reba. All right. Going from last week. Would you rather... Get a very visible Florida Georgia line ankle tattoo or calf tattoo. Okay. Or you have to get a full AJ McCarran experience on your chest of your choice. Oh man, chest tattoo. Have you seen how big his is? Yeah, but I don't ever take my shirt off. <laughs> is there a caveat? Yes, yes. Okay. You've got to go to the mall with a uh, sister beater on. Okay, so my AJ McCarran tattoo can be full chest. It doesn't have to be Florida Georgia Line. No, it can be whatever you want. Give me the AJ McCarron. Tattoo. What would you have on it, just out of curiosity? Oh man, I you have to get the tattoo. So it's like multiple. You could kind of mix. Well, I would up. take anything. I'd take a flaming bag of poop over a Florida Georgia Line tattoo. But if I had to have, if, let me tell you for real, what I would like to have on my chest. <laughs> if I had to have, I would have my my basketball Mount Rushmore. That's what I would okay, have. Now and, you made it cool. Yeah. Man. So man, that's what I would have to. You tell me I can get whatever well, it I want. It would be cool because I still can't picture you. But if I had to have white trash AJ McCarron tattoo, I would take it. I mean, whatever. I would take anything you chose for me over a Florida Georgia Line tattoo. Take you up on that. I would let you choose my tattoo as long as it wasn't that. I'm gonna take Brian up on that. Next time you see Brian, don't unbutton his flannel shirt. Oh, I see. <laughs> right. I see that Aerosmith logo sticking out. Anyway, 
Next question. Last question. All right. This was going to cut cut deep. Would you rather run a timed mile or punch a kitten? I would run a timed mile. I love the cats. Oh. I know. I know. You told me you'd die by a timed mile. Maybe I'm saying I'd rather die than punch a cat. I love that. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> so funny thing that you mentioned cats, I'm actually going to go to a cat cafe in Denver. Oh, cool. I went last year. I wish year. you could take Murray, man. I mean, I do, I do too. He loves it. He, he actually tells me to go there. That's where I'm going. Can I take? Can I say something about cats real quick? Yeah. You know I got three dogs. Yeah. You know my three dogs. I'm really, really close to in the process of moving out of my roommate's house. Yeah. And moving into my new house in Tupelo. All of my dogs have to be taken out by leash now. Right. Leash laws. Yeah, and well, and Jonesy Laws, if you want to know the truth. True, I don't take yeah. Jonesy out on leash, he'll wind up in Brewer in 20 minutes. <laughs> but, and he'll kill 15 things along the way. Of course. But, my mom's cats, and you'd love this, because you, you met Key. Mm-hmm. I, she calls him something, uh, Mo or Morris or something, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, I call him Key. But anyway, he has gotten so brave and arrogant, because, like, he used to, like, right when they moved in, he would run underneath the house. And, like, be scared to death if the dogs start barking. But now that he knows that we have them on a leash and secured, we'll go out time. It's, like, time to poop. And he'll just walk down and start prancing down the driveway. And he's just like, yeah, you ain't going to do nothing. And then, just, like, I'm telling him, Mom, you, you get get Zeke now. He's like, he's just going to taunt him. He's just trolling my dogs, man. But anyway, That's I know fun. you're a cat person. I'm a cat yeah, I knew guy. you'd love that story. Yeah, anyway. the, the cool thing. <laughs> man, I tell you, you made me think right then so hard about – the Florida Georgia line AJ McCarron <laughs> thing that Reba was the Reba was easy because I mean I had to actually think for a second who Rebel Wilson was <laughs> for a second I was thinking Carney Wilson from Wilson Phillips well, for a second grade my rapid fire because you're better at it than me oh man that 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 was an A that was a, okay, that, was an, that was an A man that was a good one and I, I'm gonna slide this over there and no, my friends y'all can't see this but this is I'm gonna post it on the podcast yeah right, yeah that's you what send a, me the picture that's what a Denver biscuit co biscuit looks like Brian I lost it I'm sorry oh my goodness. I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to scroll, but there's nothing that you can't. It see. It was there. Andy Frasco was the next picture. Oh yeah, well he's, he's pretty I, rad. I, too. I hit my thumb across it whenever you pass it to me, but this is the picture I'm looking at is Denver Biscuit Co. Yeah. Oh my lord, Brian, mm-hmm. is that yeah. a honey butter biscuit with egg, sausage, and bacon? Yeah, and syrup, scissor, and syrup on it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something else going on Bring this me weekend. One of those back. Tell you something. <laughs> tell you something else I'm going to do this weekend uh, in Denver. <clears throat> Carl's Jr. Oh. Hardy's Hardy's people, people the yeah. other Hardy's. Funny thing, uh, they are this weekend on Saturday only. They are selling a CBD infused hamburger. Crazy, right? No, I did not say THC. I said CBD, which is legal in all fifty states. The oil that people take now oh, and all okay. those things, yeah, yeah. So it's CBD is totally legal, but they're selling a CBD infused hamburger. The sauce is infused with CBD oil. I mean, you can get this stuff at the vape shop and all the stuff right oh, yeah. here, but like. It's the closest thing you can get to, you know, what they're trying to go for. But <laughs> you won't believe how much they're charging for this thing. Uh, $4.20. Oh, my gosh. How cliche is this? They're I think not gonna, hiding anything for no, sure. I think it's going to be the nastiest things I've ever eaten for sure. Yeah, I'd pass. Man, it's better than – Carl Jr. is better than In-N-Out. I said it. Is Carl Jr. better than Hardee's? Is it very Car- Carl Jr. is be- a little bit better than Hardee's, I think. Have you, you ever eat the Frisco? Breakfast sandwich at Hardee's? Oh yeah. The, oh, never had the Frisco breakfast sandwich. I've had the Frisco burger. I love the Frisco burger. Oh, you need to try the Frisco breakfast sandwich, and then you need to try. They've advertised the pork chop biscuit with gravy. 
you need to swap the pork chop for chicken. Do the chicken filet biscuit with gravy. Mm. I know. I know. That's awesome. So, Brooke, what, what you you prefer Whataburger or you prefer Hardee's? Ooh, Brian. I like Hardee's. And like I'm going to tell you why. Okay. It's a nostalgia thing. I grew up in Plantersville for the mo- for half of my life. The closest thing near to v- it Verona was Verona Hardee's. Yeah, and that place is still bumping, by the and way. And it's, it's, it's outside of Papa V's and down home cooking. It's a place to eat in, in, in Verona. No so. doubt. No doubt. But I lo- I've always loved Hardee's. And they, just, let, me t- let me say this. Hardee's come up has been phenomenal. I remember back used to, you never, ever got supper at Hardee's. It was just never good. You never got you lunch. You remember when they did fried chicken at Hardee's? Oh, of course I do. But but it used to just be exclusively breakfast. And then about 15, 20 years ago or so, they came out with the Thick Burger. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's the best fast food burger not named Backyard Burgers. I miss Backyard Burgers. I do too. Anytime I get a chance to go to Corinth, anytime I get a chance to go to Corinth, I go to... Uh, I go to Backyard Burgers just because I love it so much. Or Batesville for that. The original was in Cleveland when I went to school there. Really? Yeah. That's the first ever First one was in Cleveland, Mississippi, yeah. Shut up. It's delicious, yeah. Well, for those of you folks that are over there in front of the Grosser Creek Village, whoever owned that, I despise you for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. because I love Backyard Burgers. Absolutely. Absolutely. But no doubt. But look, man, fun show. Dude, fun show. Hope you have fun this weekend. I will. Man. I'll get I back safely. I can't wait to get that donut yeah. when you come back. I'm man. gonna bring. I'm gonna bring you two. I'm gonna bring you the one I think. The you, one you think I'm gonna like, and then bring me a surprise. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring you the one I say Mac will like this. Yeah. And sure. uh, I've got Legion baseball coming up, so I've got some gear for you. Speaking of giving away stuff, absolutely, we have a big announcement. We have a big announcement, and I almost forgot it. The winner of our bracket challenge for that's gonna get the what's happening gift pack. Brian, I don't know his name. I, I think his name was Connor Hogan. Connor Hogan. Maybe Connor Hagan. Connor Hagan. But anyway, I got if your email. I got your email address. We're going to email you and just get in touch with one of us, and we're going to give you our what's happening prize packs. Yeah, well, I need all I need Congrats. is all I need is an address. And we'll mail. We could we could even mail it to you. Yeah, we can send a raven. Whatever we need to do to we get it to you. We will send a raven to you. <laughs> uh, when we come back next week, we'll update baseball playoffs. We'll have some high school softball playoff action for you. Uh, we'll have NBA playoff. I mean, it, it, next week will be fun too. Probably won't be heavy on golf. No. Uh, but we will heat it back we'll, up. We'll talk about double decker. It's double decker weekend. It's coming um, up. Uh, Elvis Fest is creeping up. Yes, Memphis it is. In May is the. Following weekend, Hank Jr. two months away. That's right from yesterday. Yeah, there's a lot. PJ uh, Masks coming May 14th. PJ Mask. Yeah, get there, folks. But I got to say this. Probably gonna go to that. By the way, I don't know how much time. And we're gonna spend more time on this next week. I hate kids' movies. Can't stand them. Mm-hmm. But there are three that are coming out this summer that I'm not missing. Okay. Lion King. Mm-hmm. And even though he looks ridiculous, Aladdin with Will Smith as as the genie. And then I'm going to see the Penguins one, whatever that is. Nature. Oh, penguins. Okay. So I was hoping it was Danny DeVito as the penguin Oswald Cobblepot. That's what I was going for, like a penguin prequel. My favorite Batman villain, Oswald Cobblepot. My name is Oswald Cobblepot. That was so good. He did such a good job. Man, he was creepy. Oh, I love it. But anyway, Connor, get in touch with us. Yeah. Folks, thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. We'll link our pod at The Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod. And uh, we'll come back with another great episode next week. Y'all be safe out there. Thanks so much for listening.